What's going on, guys? I'm Enrique Pinheiro, and welcome back to the Hawk Show Talk Show, a Seattle Seahawks podcast. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as YouTube. And I also post highlights and news about the channel on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. My handle on all these platforms is at Hawk Show Talk Show, if you want to follow or keep up. And in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing all the Seahawks free agents that were Seahawks the past season and are now free agents because their contracts expired. Uh, I'll be discussing the main guys like Shaquille Griffin, Chris Carson, and KJ Wright. And I'll also be covering in less depth the smaller contracts like David Bo- David Moore, Mikey Upati, Jacob Hollister, and Puna Ford. So let's get right into it and let's talk some Hawk. I'm going to start with Shaquille Griffin first and my thoughts on him. He has been our starting corner for four years. His all Every year in the league, he started for us, first along Sherman, uh, then a couple of guys came and went. He was along next to Trey Flowers, DJ Reed, Quentin Dunbar sometimes. And overall, you know, we like to think like he held it down. But honestly, I think Shaquille Griffin is not very good, and I think he's insanely overrated, especially by Seahawks fans. I understand that he was a Pro Bowl, a Pro Bowl corner two years ago off a of reserve, but you know the Pro Bowl, it's it's a popularity contest at this point. Uh, I don't think he should have been a Pro Bowl corner. I don't think he's very good. I, I like him. He's a fan favorite, and I know that whether we resign him or not is going to impact whether we get to keep Shaquem or not. And I do like Shaquem. I I really like him on special teams. I like him as a, uh, as an extra blitzer. I think he's fast. I like him. Uh, and if we don't resign Shaquille, Shaquem will probably leave too because I'm assuming he wants to play with his brother and another fan favorites. But I don't think it's worth it. Here's like my reasoning on Shaquille. This past season, I think he had an awful season. He gave up seven touchdowns, which is, it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a lot just for one guy, just seven touchdowns. And I've seen some excuses saying, oh, those seven touchdowns were only the first half of of the season. He really picked it up. First of all, to allow seven touchdowns in a half of a season is even worse. That's insanely bad. So there you go. Seven touchdowns in, let's just assume it was eight games. And secondly, we had the easiest schedule I might have, I think I've ever seen the second half of the season. We played the NFC East, the Jets, the Niners don't have anything special as rece- at receiver. The Rams, they're solid at receiver. Uh, but s- seriously, like he had a cakewalk schedule. No wonder he didn't give up as many touchdowns the second half of the season. And I know, I think he got three interceptions on the year. Uh, all of them, I don't give him too much credit for because the the Dak Prescott one and the Ryan Fitzpatrick ones were thrown directly to him. And he kind of jumped the route on the on the Dolphins one, but still, I don't I don't see that as like making a big play. It wasn't like a one on one deep ball that would have been like a nice pick. And then the one against Dwayne Haskins, the football team, it was tipped in the air. He just it bounced it bounced right up to him. Uh, so again, I don't I don't give him too much credit on this past season. I think it was a bad season, and I think he's gonna overrate himself because you know everyone wants to get paid. Uh, two seasons ago, I don't remember anything specifically. I didn't think he was that bad. I didn't think he was. I didn't think much of him two seasons ago. Uh, Trey Flowers was was the main corner of my mind two seasons ago, especially in that Packers game. And then similar to that Packers game, how how Trey Flowers got cooked that entire game. Shaquille Griffin got cooked the entire game in the Cowboys wild card uh, three seasons ago. Uh, I, I blame that entire game on Shaquille Griffin. He got cooked by Gallup, Mark Cooper, even got stiff-armed by Zeke. Uh, I, I think he's... Uh, that and maybe play calling were the only two reasons that we lost that Cowboys game. We definitely should have won that game. But anyways, he's definitely picked He's definitely picked it up uh, as of late. 
but I still don't think he's that good. And the main reason I don't want to re-sign him is because of how highly he values himself. I know he's liked some tweets saying that he's going to get paid big this season. Uh, there is some talk that he might get the franchise tag, which I don't see us doing. We never franchise tag players. But if he does, we'd be paying him 15.7 point something mil. That is, that's probably like nine mil more than I want to pay Shaquille Griffin. I know that's, that's, uh, that's, that's not fair to me. He deserves probably, he probably deserves around eight mil, but I would, I don't want to pay him anything. I'd be, I'm cool with him walking. I think, I think we showed that DJ Reed is much better. DJ Reed's a stud. He's, he's going to be great. And something about DJ Reed that I like more than Shaquille Griffin is, DJ Reed plays with like a, a confidence that I really like out there. He's he's cocky and it's good, especially we saw against the football team. DJ Reed was talking that talk. He got in their heads and he played well. And a lot of good corners today do that, like Ramsey, like Gilmore, like Marcus Peters. And they're really cocky and it, it kind of pays off. You know, you play with confidence, you play better. And I don't see that with Shaquille. I think Shaquille looks kind of not scared, but he doesn't always look like he knows what he's doing out there. And a lot of the times he doesn't really turn his head around and it doesn't get called too often. Uh, there was a big one against the Jets, I remember, that he didn't turn his head around and nothing got called. I thought that should have been a P.I., but, you know, it's good for us at the time. Uh, but seriously, I I really, really, really think Shaquille Griffin should walk. We should let him walk. I, I don't see any reason for re-signing him other than if we want to go down the road of, you know, for publicity or, or just for the fans. I don't see, I don't think we should re-sign Shaquille Griffin. So that's that. I'd rather go for someone in free agency. Maybe Trey Flowers really picked it up the second half of the season, especially uh, in that Cardinals game, the Thursday night football. He clamped up D-Hop like that entire game. Uh, even though Trey Flowers has low, low moments, the Packers game, the, the Cowboys game this past year, he picked it up this season. He proved me really wrong. And worst case scenario, I'd rather have DJ Reed and Trey Flowers out there. Not saying Trey Flowers is better than Shaquille Griffin, but I'd rather ha save, what, 8, 10 mil and have Trey Flowers instead of having Shaquille Griffin. So that's that. Shaquille Griffin, bye-bye. Now let's talk about Chris Carson. I love you, Chris Carson, if you're watching this, which you're not. But I love you, Chris Carson. I think you are the second best trucking back in the league after Derrick Henry, the best in the NFC. We can say that. I, I just, I think he's so good. I think he's shown that he's the second best tracking back in the league and in games like the Vikings game he absolutely carried Harrison Smith the Eagles game I don't know who it was but he was just running guys over and he's done it for years uh, he, he always like uh like three seasons ago the Chiefs game at the one yard line or the Bucks game two seasons ago where he he fumbled at the end of the run but it went out of bounds but that run was crazy he has so many crazy runs the awesome uh the flip against the Panthers three seasons ago there's just so many instances of Chris Carson being an absolute beast, and I think we underrate him insanely. So, honestly, and with running backs, they're going to be cheaper. So, and that's why I'm also more open to it. I would give him six mil, seven, eight. I give him around there. I really, I think he could be a key component into us winning, into us, you know, I want to win a Super Bowl. Uh, and I think he also really stepped it up this year. Apart from injuries, he was pretty injury prone this year. The only thing I don't understand is he came back at one point and we said he was 100% and we had Carlos Hyde in way more than Chris Carson in the second half of the season when Chris Carson was back. So maybe he wasn't at 100% and we were just being told that or maybe Pete was kind of trying to 
transition into not having Chris Carson because he wasn't he's was planning not to have him, or maybe Pete just being Pete and doing random stuff and having Chris Car I mean having Carlos Hyde in when Chris Carson was healthy. So my overall analysis of it is that Chris Carson is 100% worth re-signing. I think he's amazing and he's injury prone. That's the main downside of him, but I think he's worth re-signing. Uh, do I expect it to happen though? No, I I don't I. I really would love to keep Chris Carson, but I do not see it happening. I don't think uh, the coaching staff really values him that highly, which is sad in my opinion, because I think I think he's a beast. I think he can really run guys over. I think he's great, but I and I also this past season he fumbled way less than the year before, which was the main uh, issue with him, and he really stepped it up in the receiving game. I don't know how many receiving touchdowns he had. I know he had two week one against the Falcons, but he really stepped it up in the receiving game this year. I think he's definitely worth re-signing. And now I'm going to talk about KJ Wright, which is, you know, Shaquille Griffin, I was way against it. Chris Carson, I was way for it. And KJ Wright's a little bit in the middle. So he's he's not that old. He's 30-something, 30 31, I believe, uh, which is like Bobby's age. And, you know, Bobby's still killing it in his prime. And KJ Wright just came off uh, his best season. He had ten passes, uh, ten passes defensed. Uh, sorry, a uh, ten pass and ten tackles for loss. Which I'm not gonna lie, he's really milking that stat. Anytime I see a KJ Wright interview or KJ Wright post, he brings up. He's like, "Oh, I got, I got, I got ten and ten. Like nobody else did that, and that's great." But I don't know. I'm, let's not act like those passes defensed were that crazy. I can. I can think of four dropped picks off the top of my head by KJ Wright that balls were just thrown right to him and they bounced off his hands. I'm, I think I think I might have seen that as a pregame ritual. He, he dipped his hands in what cement, but I don't know about that. Uh, sorry, but especially against the Dolphins, I think he had three dropped picks. Uh, so I don't know. I, I wouldn't go crazy about the about the PDs. And tackle for losses. That's great. That, that's that's really good, and I and I, I value that. But. The way that KJ Wright has been kind of hyping himself up as a recent, I understand every player is going to hype themselves up. They're going to want to get more money for themselves. But he said in an interview that there's not not even a chance he takes a hometown discount. What the heck? Like that's that's annoying. I know, I know he he's trying to plan for his future. He doesn't have uh, that many years left in the tank. But the way that he values himself, sadly, I would say I do not think we should re-sign him. Uh, I'm not sure if I think it'll happen. Honestly, I don't think it should happen. Just judging by how much he wants to get paid, I'd love to keep KJ. I like KJ. Uh, yeah, that crazy pick against the Vikings. But I, I don't, I don't want to pay him what he expects to get paid. I would, I wouldn't pay him. I'd say ten mil is about my limit, maybe less. Would be like, I, I wouldn't want to pay him anything more than that. Uh. And also, I want to see Jordan Brooks out there more. I really, I, I think Jordan Brooks is a star. He's way better than overrated Patrick Queen. Uh, and he didn't get that much playing time this year, especially I didn't like that we had guys like, I, I like Cody Barton, but Jordan Brooks is better. And also, if if we intend to do what we planned last season uh, before his ACL injury, which is have Marquise Blair as the nickel, and like, you know, he's not a corner. He, he's playing nickel, but he's he's basically like, like an extra safety out there. He's like a, he's like a mini linebacker. I 100% love that. If he can get back from injury and Marquise Blair can be that Bam Bam Cam 2.0 that he is, uh, I would like to have like two safeties, two corners, 40 linemen. Uh, that's eight. 
and then just Bobby Brooks Blair lurk in the middle. I think that'd be great. So honestly, I don't think we should resign KJ. I'm sorry, KJ. I love you, but I think you're old. You're not that you've always been pretty slow and you cannot catch a ball for your life. And the way that you value yourself, I don't think it's worth resigning. Now, do I think it'll happen? I know we, we really value our linebackers. I'll say that. So that makes me think that it's more likely to happen. But I think Pete's pretty frugal with his money, except for paying Jerron Reed, uh, which I'm not going to talk about now. Uh, so I don't I don't I don't think we're going to I don't think we're going to keep KJ the way he sees his value. So that's that. Now covering some of the smaller guys. First, I'll talk about Puna. He's a, a restricted free agent, unlike the other three guys I listed who are unrestricted. So there's a good chance that we can match the deal. And also, I don't think Puna's value is that high right now. He's doesn't get like doesn't get that many numbers, but I, I think he's great. I love I love Puna, and a fan favorite. He's like he's like the next brand, the new brand in Mebane, in my opinion. He's got the he's got the belly. He's he's pretty short. I love Puna. He's one of my favorite players in the Seahawks. We could we can resign him for cheap, probably like three four mil. I would love to do it. I love Puna. He doesn't get that many sacks, but he's a big body there, and he really helps in the run game. And also, one of my favorite plays of the season is Shaquille Griffin gets gets absolutely cooked by Josh Reynolds, misses a tackle, and then Puna Ford makes the chase down tackle. I love you, Puna. I 100% think you should stay. Now, Jacob Hollister. I love Jacob Hollister. I really do. I, I I love that we traded for him, and he was such a big part of one of my favorite Seahawks seasons two years ago when the season we ended up losing in the Packers Divisional. But just I love Jacob Hollister. I think he really stepped up after Will Disley went down. He had two touchdowns in that Bucks game, including the game winner, the one-handed catch against the 49ers in that crazy, crazy uh, win in San Francisco for us. This season, he was definitely more quiet because we signed Greg Olson, and Will Disley came back. Uh, Greg Olson's gone for good now. He's retired, and Will Disley we still have. So there's questions. Do we do we need Jacob Hollister, especially if we go for a bigger name tight end like Jonu Smith or uh, Kyle Rudolph just got cut, or even draft someone like Brevin Jordan, who I love. So I really like Jacob Hollister, and I th I'd love to have him as a backup, but I think he can be better than a backup in the NFL. I think he's worth – he's definitely – a top, I'd say a top 30-something tight end in the league. So he, I think he could start somewhere. So based on that reasoning, I'd love to keep Jacob Hollister, but I don't think he's worth keeping as a backup for us uh, just based on the cost. And I don't think he'll want to be a backup much longer. Well, he'll probably be a tight end too somewhere. I'll say that. So will I love to keep Jacob Hollister? Yes, especially for cheap if we could. Do I expect us to keep him? No, I do not. Next, I'll talk about Mikey Upati. Oh, actually, no, sorry, he retired. Mikey Upati retired. Uh, congratulations on that, even though you were not very good as a Seahawk. You had a couple of all-pro seasons back uh, in the Cardinals and Niners days, so good for you. Uh, Ethan Posich, no, I do not think we should resign Ethan Posich. I think he definitely had a better year than he had the rest of his career as a Seahawk, uh, but I don't think it was that good of a year. He's, he's decent. Uh, I don't think we should keep Ethan Posich, especially because centers tend to get paid, what, like, seven mil no way we should pay ethan postage that i'd rather go all out for a cory lindsley even an alex mack then i'll cover david moore i am one of the biggest david moore fans in the world i'd say i love david moore i think he's great the only thing is 
I don't think he's that good at getting separation or running after the catch. I think he makes great aggressive catches, especially against the Patriots. That crazy, I'd say that's the best Seahawks play this past season, though he kept his foot in bounds, barely uh, in the end zone. Probably the best play of the season for the Seahawks. He's had a lot of other just great catches. He had that fade against the Eagles. Uh, I remember he had a nice, nice in traffic catch against the Niners the first time we played them. But he's not very good after the catch or at getting separation. I feel like every time I see him make a catch, it's in traffic. And also, I like to say he's probably the, probably the worst punt slash kick returner I've ever seen in a Seahawks uniform. He never runs forward, and I don't know what he's thinking. He always just like backs backpedals a little bit, and then like starts to get going and never goes anywhere. Doesn't he? Didn't doesn't really fumble on him, so it's not harming us too much. But I would rather have a lot of other guys back there than David Moore returning, considering he doesn't. He's not too uh, shifty or anything. Uh, would I like to keep him though? Obviously, yes. I'd love to keep David Moore. However, I would prefer if he was a wide receiver for. Uh, I don't think he's really the wide receiver three if we intend to win a Super Bowl, if we're in win-now mode, like I think we should be, because I don't think he's that good at getting separation, and he's not that uh, shifty and not too agile. He doesn't really get open too often, and that's not what, like that that doesn't really cut it at this point for Russell's career. So I would say if we can re-sign him for cheap, I'd love to, but I don't know if I want to start him, but I really want to keep him. Uh, then Josh Gordon. I'm also probably one of the biggest Josh Gordon fans in the world. I ha I own a Josh Gordon CLC Ox jersey, which I custom ordered before he got suspended two seasons ago. It was literally hours after that Panthers game where he made the crazy catch and he threw an interception in that game too. I love Josh Gordon. I hope he gets reinstated. And I, th I think he's still got some gas in the tank to play as a wide receiver three. But... Josh Gordon signed with the fan-controlled football league. I think it's called uh, with like the Zappers or something. He wanted to team up with Johnny Manziel. So that's a big disappointment. I don't blame him entirely because Roger Goodell has a deep hatred for him and will not let him play. But it's just sad to see because I really think he could have had a great career. I still hope he can come back to the Seahawks or just the NFL in general. But... Weagle's lead now. Weed is legal now in the NFL. I'm sorry. Uh, so you think like, oh, so he can play now, but there's there's different restrictions for him. He's on probations. You know, he's been suspended too many times. And I understand some of that, but I think Goodell has taken it too far. I don't see why a guy suspended like so many, like even seasons worth for weed when Miles Garrett like assaulted Mason Rudolph and got like six games for it. So I don't know about that. And then we have a ton of small name guys that are free agents that, you know, we'll see. We'll figure those out. I'm not going to get into those. The only one I want to cover is uh, Ryan Neal because I love Ryan Neal. I think he really had a nice breakout season this year. I think we'll keep him because I think he'll be dirt cheap and I hope to keep him. So all in all, we don't have that much money right now, but I think we can definitely make some moves work. I think Carlos Dunlap will be restructured i'm hoping i really hope we don't uh have to like i think we'll cut him and then sign him with cheaper deals my hope i hope we don't cut him and just let him walk because i love carlos dunlap i think he's great he really changed our defense in the season this past season but 14 mil is a hefty price for him i don't know if he deserves that much especially at this age uh so i'd like to restructure that i'd really like to restructure jerron reed because i don't think he's very special 
I think Jerron Reed is a little overhyped because of the sacks that he's gotten. But if you look at the numbers, the only time he really gets sacks or like, you know, his main stat is when he lined up alongside Frank Clark and Carlos Dunlap. Every time he was with anyone else, he did not have good seasons. So I don't think he's worth that 11.5 mil a year he's getting right now. Uh, I don't know. I think the cap hits about 8 mil. Uh, so I like to restructure that, maybe even trade Jerron Reed. I, I apologize. I'm sorry, Jerron Reed, but I don't know if, if we're really getting what we're paying for with you. And then, I don't know, there's a lot of guys we can extend, like Jamal, uh, Quandre, a lot of, uh, we could even extend Dunlap that could save us money. And we got to make these moves because I really want us to go, like, really want us to have a great free agency this year. And I'll cover that in an episode, Who uh, some free agents I'd like. Uh, but for now, keep Chris Carson, let KJ and Shaquille Griffin walk. And then the smaller guys, you know, we'll figure it out. I'd like to keep David Moore. I'd like to keep Hollister. Uh, but and some other guys that I uh, covered earlier. But we'll see how it goes. I hope for, I'm hoping for the best. John and Pete, usually free agency doesn't go too well. But usually the offseason in all, after trades and the draft, goes pretty well. So we'll put our trust in them, even though I'm not the biggest Pete fan right now. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Anyways, that's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Uh, if you're depending on what platform you're watching on, uh, leave a comment of what you want to see me cover next in an episode. And yeah, that's it. Thank you for watching, guys. Peace.